Welcome to the Urban Farmette, where two clueless suburbanites buy a farm, move across country, and learn along the way. I'm Rachel. And I'm Sean. Hello, Sean. Well, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back again. I'm uh, finding that this is a bit of a... Um, I think we just have to reserve the fact that... Reserve the fact? When we have house guests, the mics are shelved. I know, but I we have a lot of house guests in the next year. Pardon us. We're going to go step into the kitchen real quick. <laughs> I know. But we got to get a little bit more regular with the with the releasing of the episodes, don't we? Or can we just do what we want? Uh, farm life. I guess farm life. Let's blame the farm. farm. It's farm. It's farm. I don't know. There's other farm podcasts that are pretty regular with their do episodes. Do they really farm? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah they do. <laughs> but they also have like interns and stuff. We just have <gasps> Polly. <gasps> what? Intern, interns. We do have a potential intern. That'd be cool. We'll talk about that okay. later. Okay. So we are. Uh, this episode is going to be a Q and A. But before we get to the Q and As, the Qs and Ras, um, we'll do a real quick rundown of what's been happening uh, in the past two weeks since we last were talking with you guys. When did what? When it was, did we? It's been over two weeks. Has it? Yeah. Okay. We're pathetic. Yeah, and that happens. <laughs> but we had an amazing house guest. Your mom visited us for 10 days. Yeah. It was awesome. It did fly by. It really went by fast. I, I mean, really, it, like, it didn't feel like... No. It was a blink of an eye. Yeah, it was a great trip. It was a great trip. I, we got I to mean, do I hope some it was a great for, trip for her, but we had a blast. Oh, no, we had a great time. Yeah. I don't... Whatever she wanted <laughs> to say about it, it's fine. <laughs> no, we did. It was great. We went to Mount Vernon. <laughs> yep. We visited the Capitol building, um, hoping to... Uh, see Senator John McCain, uh, Lion State. We, we saw the line. We saw the line, which was estimated at about five hours long. And we had three kids, mm-hmm. so you know what we did. It was 90 was, plus. It was really hot. There were medics on scene for those passing out in line. So we did not do that. No. We walked back to the car. I took multiple pictures of the Capitol building and the flags flying half staff. And it was... Um, as close as I was going to get, I was sad. I really wanted to stand in line, but I didn't want to do that to my children. You did try to run through security, but Stop that was, it. um, I was just talking. You were them. thwarted. <laughs> yeah, right. And we also went to the National Gallery of Art. We did, which was amazing. Yeah. Can't wait to go back there. I love it there. We spent a lot of time. The kids were great. They actually really, they loved, were engaged with everything that was going on there. Yeah. Um, and we, we didn't make it through too much. We sped through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but, but now we know what we want to go back and do. Yeah. Yeah. That was a blast. We could visit once a week forever and not, I mean, it's just, it's immense and beautiful and the girls loved it there. Polly laid on every couch. (laughs) They're nice leather couches, Uh, I do have to say. I mean, I was carrying a huge backpack. I felt bad for the old guy trying to nap. (laughs) Polly was interrupting the nap. Hi. Yeah. Hi. (laughs) So we did that, but we just really took it easy, visited some local hotspots with Helen and had a great time cooked yeah, a lot so at home yeah so if you come and visit us and stay there's way too much to do yeah um so we could we have things that we planned and listed out and still had more that we wanted to do yep and still found plenty of downtime too so th- it really was it's it's a fun place to to, to visit. visit it really is it was a great time and we look forward to the next time she can visit because she is 
a fun house guest. Obviously, we love her, so it was easy to be around her the whole time. But we yep. would stay up at night and drink tea and eat desserts, and the three of us adults would talk. And it was just, it was a perfect uh, trip. And if you don't follow me in my on my personal um, Instagram feed, you might want to head on over and you can read about the one event that happened that scared our family to death, but we won't go into that tonight. <laughs> we won't? It's a, it's it's a, a first. first. It is a first. I guess we could a little bit. The, the, the biggest the question, lightning and thunderstorm it, like, oh, yeah. of our entire life. It was insane. Yeah, that was wild. We experienced it with Helen here. When you have, the, when the forecast says sunny... And you go out expecting sun, and you get into the and you the wear flip flops. The biggest at an I, outdoor. Brewery. I never wear. I've never worn flip flops to vanish, and I wore flip flops this time. And of course, it has to be the time where it was probably the entire season of California's rain in in an hour. One deluge. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was bad. Crazy. Um, pretty impressive. So we dealt with that. That mm. was our first experience with absolute mayhem with lightning and thunder and then we also had a chicken two, attack two two chickens were mauled not just mauled but i mean they mutilated. were disabled it, it was pretty much feathers destroyed. and feet it was remaining. feathers and feet that was it sounds like a band <laughs> that was the only way we could identify them as chickens yeah because it was so bad. laying that out it was uh i put the the I went out and did my nightly routine and put the chickens to bed, or the girls usually put the chickens to bed, but I did this routine and got the dinner out there, and I was standing inside the coop going, gosh, it doesn't feel... feels like there's less chickens. I felt like there was a smaller crowd this evening, and I don't know why, because it was only two of, of 38. Yeah, we got a lot of birds. But um, it was one of the ones What was one of my uh, buddies... One of the ones that greeted me when when uh, when it was mealtime. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they were. I, I, so I came out of the coop and I saw a pile of feathers and I mm-hmm. thought, that's a lot of feathers for molting, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if that's what it's called. And I went to investigate and found the bird and another one laying next to it. Um, what was left of them, at least. So we're... I, I played detective for a bit. Couldn't really tell what. We still don't know. God, don't know exactly. But I really do think. It's I, hawks. I think you're right. Rachel came up with the theory that it was a hawk, um, because it was a swoop in, eat up, and swoop out. Uh, I, I only think a few of them noticed because there's a few hiding in the coop, but mm-hmm. the rest were all out as if Nothing the day was, was normal. So mm-hmm. it had to be something that obviously didn't traips its way into the, the pen slime. and, and uh, it, it had to come in flying I, i'm guessing yeah it was pretty uh it was pretty crazy it was pretty crazy so that happened i'm not sure there are any other firsts um, no but that i think the chicken mauling changes things a bit too and it, it, it will lead into a little bit of the the q a yeah. as we go forward we need to get a it dog pers- perspective <laughs> changes a bit on on life around here yeah and uh Freedoms, we freedoms we once had, we don't necessarily have anymore. Right? And yeah. we, we need to get a dog this weekend. We need to get a dog. We need a dog. A guard dog. That's what we need. Um, even, okay. a f- even a dog statue would be nice. <laughs> Scarecrow. Anything. Anything. We'll just prop Polly out there for a while. Yeah. Tell her 
tell her it's her uh, it's her place she has to stay. Um, okay, so we are doing a Q&A. We have received a lot of different questions, but we're obviously not going to be able to get to all of them, so we just picked a few. Well, you're really good at answering get things. To all of them. You're, you're really good at answering things as you go, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, things that I read coming in off of our Instagram feed are, are really good questions, and you do a good job at answering those. Um, I try, but there are if, a lot. If we don't answer a question or we don't cover it in the podcast and you really, I mean, you really want to know yeah. what we did. Just direct ask message again. us. Yeah. yeah, direct message us, ask again, or, or wait till we post the uh, the question out there and, yeah. and put it in there because we, we focus in on those and write those down. Yes. Uh, so just want to throw that out there because I know that there's some out there that we haven't answered before um, that were really, really important. Right. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, that's just something that I want to, want to recommend. To question number one of the evening, um, our friend at little school on the big hill asked us about balance, how we balance farm life, homeschooling, church activities and whatnot. And I think that's a great question, and I think it's really a question that most uh, adults ask themselves and one another all the time, kind of how do you balance? Because we all have to balance multiple things, especially if you have multiple children. Um, but I think my best answer would be we're just learning how to do it. We don't necessarily have a you know, solution and our solution might not be someone else's solution, but we just do it. And we always make sure that we are, uh, taking, you know, reassessing and, you know, there's a checks and balances. We have to always make sure that we're not doing too much and that we're feeling like we are whole as a family, making sure that the priority is family and the Lord and everything else kind of will fall into place when we're checking that, you know, uh, yeah. routinely. And for you, granted, this is a big change in our lifestyle. It's, um, we have, you do have to think differently. And you were a very good organizer of time and time management and how you you um, list things out, calendar things, make sure activities are put in, you know, time slots and things like that so we know what we're doing. And, and you were doing, you did a great job at that back in California and we had everything running really well. And I think the change part of it is we're still, like you said, we're still learning mm-hmm. what that means. But the, I think... The biggest thing for for me, as far as how balance goes, and trying to 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 fit, like we fit most of those things together really nicely mm-hmm. before, but now when you add farming onto it, it's it's a whole new lifestyle. Right. And what has helped me out as far as balance goes is to list. Yeah. List, list everything. Mm-hmm. Um, in California it was different because we lived in a, in a place where we had things that we wanted to accomplish 
and, and trying to find times and pockets of spaces in between activities and, and work and homeschool and um, outside activities with the kiddos and with ourselves and with our friends, we, we, you, you find times to, to, uh, to, to do those lists of things, but those things weren't necessarily stuff you had to accomplish. Right. Um, with f- the difference here with farming is that there are things that have, they're m- time sensitive. They're time sensitive. They move, they, they move themselves and kind of, uh, influence and, and infiltrate your priority lists. Yeah. And you can have. Will you take other things off of the list now? Well, an activity like them. it's it's the thing of like taking a taking Frankie to dance. Like you have okay, we have this time this day we're gonna take Frankie to dance. Whereas in California it would be like okay, and then you have your standard uh, everything that you need to do, but you have to take on top of that like okay we got the chickens we got to put the chickens away right. we got to and and you, so farming comes into it and, and when we get home it's not okay you got to get home get shower get ready for bed you got to no we got to water we got to put the chickens away so that it infiltrates yeah and so listing helps out because when you have larger projects that need to get done time sensitivity of putting seeds in the ground mm-hmm. it has to happen this weekend right so it, it has completely infiltrated that time priority i think it also has i think moving to a farm realigns your priorities so Practically speaking, I know when someone asks a question like, how do you balance this? They're probably not looking for, they're probably looking for more of a structured answer than what we're giving. More of a, this is exactly how we do it. And and while we can't really give that answer, I can say you probably should begin or how we begin is by outlining what our priorities are. So our priority first and foremost is honoring the Lord by putting into our family time. That's always been important to us. It was important in California. It's important here. So family first. So our priority is to spend as much time together as possible. Obviously, I'm with the kids all day. I homeschool. So that's a big chunk of our priority. But making sure that when Sean gets home, we're spending as much time together as possible with one another. Because we love it, not because we feel as if we have to, even though we believe it's obviously important but we want to so when we look at the other things we'd like to do and spend our time on those all have to fit into the kind of the paradigm so obviously we want to allow our children to discover their interests and have a good time doing things that they enjoy but we also don't let activities overrun our schedule so our kids are allowed to do one activity at a time and we've really kept it to about once a week so each of the girls gets to pick an activity and they get to do it once a week. So in theory, it can sound like a lot, you know, uh, Polly does nothing. She's, she's three. She, she does not have an activity. But yet she runs the household. She <laughs> but Kay and Frankie each have something they're interested in. They get to do an hour a week, you know, putting into that interest. We homeschool, we go to church on Sundays and hopefully we'll be trying to get more active in our church the farther it goes on. But really the majority of our time is spent at home. And that allows for us to put into uh, the farm, getting to know people in our community, neighbors, and getting to know one another so that when we do go out into the world, we're able to kind of have this firm foundation of, you know, what we're grounded in, who we are, and the impact we want to make. 
and we're looking to get involved in other things in the community like 4-H and we try and really branch out and get involved in community activities with the local libraries and local things that our community is doing but I think it starts with deciding where your priority lies and our priority lies in being with one another and being involved in a local church and then everything else kind of goes um it really does come in after that yeah and balancing work i think that was an interesting add-on as well um homeschool balance is is really difficult but um the nice part is is it is home yeah so there's a lot of things we can manage there's a flexibility there and and we can manage farm farming farm life and all that right. during the day while being here yes it's helpful um going to work for me i just have come to the realization that there will be times a lot of times um during the week where i'm going to roll up go inside change from work clothes to work clothes mm-hmm. and go back out and do something yeah. because if i don't do that thing like I know it. It's not work yet, but mowing. Mm-hmm. I I love it. Um, and I'm gonna have to come home and and it's sometimes if I have that gap of time between my arrival at home and dinner starting, and there's a there's a good amount of time, I'll go ride the mower for an hour, and that saves me time on the weekend to do an hour's worth of other farming work. So mm-hmm. that that's I've come to the realization that balancing that is that it's just I have that expectation of. If there is time, I'm going to come home. I'm going to take. I'm going to get dirty. I'm going to take care of something. I'm going to eat dinner, and and that's how we kind of find the balance that way. Yeah, and the kids are with us, so I think that it's a, and it has. It's always been, even in California, it was always that we travel and we're a team. We travel in a pack, basically. We kind of do everything together, for better or for worse. There's times when it's a lot easier, and there's times when it's a lot harder, but. It, it just is. And the kids have grown to accept that and appreciate it. And so have we. And it makes the whole idea of farm life um, a lot easier. We just do it all together. If someone can't do something, someone else picks up the slack. We're there to help one another. This is a joint effort. This is not a dream of Sean and I's. This is our family's adventure. Yeah, and, and they've bought in. The kids seem um, really well adjusted, and you'll find that the balance helps when, when that team effort's really in full swing because it allows you. And it depends on. I mean, again, it depends on the ages of your of your kiddos, mm-hmm. um, and and what they can accomplish and what they can help with. But the more that they can help with, the more accomplished they feel at the same time, and it balances the entire workload yeah. out. And it's a heavy workload, and we're not even. We're, we're three months in. Yeah. And I, and I, who, whoever asked this question, a great question. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I would love to keep that question posted mm-hmm. and, and revisit that in a year, every four months. Really? Because I think seasonally, um, we'll have different, uh, things that we can change and add to that perspective. I think that there's times where, Maybe we don't feel like we can't, we're balancing it properly. Well, yeah, and I think that you're right. There was even seasons in California we didn't feel like that. I, I remember last fall, fall crying fall. Yeah. because I was just, wasn't, just It was done. out of balance. I couldn't. It was out of balance. And so that's why I say I, I don't, 
I believe that our lives are always in some kind of balance. They're either being, you know, better balanced or completely out of balance, you know, but there's still a balancing act. And I think that, um, you, again, for me, a tangible answer is to pick your priorities and there has to be only a few. I just don't feel, for me, there has to be a few. I've never felt like I'm a good multitasker. I cannot do a zillion things. And even though, you know, homeschooling, living on a farm, you can't do more do, than, than know, the multitasks you I don't feel you have. like, yeah. th- that can There's sound a like a lot in theory, yeah. but all of the activities we engage in truly are, you know, a, maybe once a week um, or, you know, once a month type of activities. And, you know, sometimes things come along and you have to uh, reassess and go, I just have to say no. And I'm the queen of no. You know that. I love saying no to things because I just can't. And sometimes things will be said no for you. In fact, I was really bummed. I found out last week that the nature group and the, the uh, another group we were going to join for homeschooling to kind of have the kids get to know other kids was put on the back burner t- until January because one of the organizers is going through a big move and totally understand, but I was bummed, you know? And then I just turned it on its head and went, wait, what if this is God's way of saving me from myself? We already mm-hmm. have the girls in each activity. Point. We just moved to a farm. We don't even know what... Yeah. Life's going to be like. Yeah. In and the fall. you know, I'm going to, I'm, we're, we're going to a new church that we're in love with and I'm like, okay, I'm going to join a women's Bible study, blah, blah, blah. And I just went, no, no more. My kids are each an activity. I'm going to church on Sundays. I have a once a month book club and my family, and this is good enough. And I'm homeschooling. That is in and of itself is a job. So maybe that was God's way of saying, you know what? Just cool your jets. And, and so I think we can always, when, when things confront them, because everything sounds good, everything sounds good. And that's women's eternal problem is so many things sound good, but you can't, you cannot be a part of everything. You just, you just cannot. And so I think it's good to lay out what your priorities are. Ours are very clear. I think if you ask Sean and I separately, we, we give the same, you know, three top Mm -hmm. priorities, the same top five priorities. And and we just got to stick with that. And then everything else falls into place. You kind of have to go, okay, are we going to, are we going to add this in? Is this going to affect, you know, the, is this going to affect the the time that we want to give to the things that are the most important and so on? So that leads to my bit of advice before we move on. Uh, My advice as far as finding balance goes directly into, you know, your family best, you know, when things are out of balance and that's when you have to assess. And I think constant assessment of your priorities, your activities, and your your um, family are the most important things to do. And I think you have to. You can't just say, "I'm in balance. This is it." I'm sticking with this. Forever. I'm sticking with this yeah. forever. I think it's it's one of those things where you you we we I think we do a really good job at um, adding small things to the bucket yeah before we uh, so we we didn't we didn't jump in uh, we we didn't jump into this farming concept like we wanted to Mm -hmm. having animals running all over the place and and gardens and vegetables and everything like that Mm -hmm. we took time and actually we talked a lot about this previously so listen back if if uh, you want some more context but we we took a lot of time in planning um and and researching mm-hmm. and reading and listening and watching and whatever it is and we realized that 
the slow and steady, the intentional is the most important. And I think that goes for your balance as far as everything. It can't just be uh, planting seeds and in, in, in the ground because this is the time to do it. it. It has to do that. You have to think that way about every activity that you have. And you'll know your family best. And the balance that people seek is something that will be different for everybody. But you know. Yeah. Everyone, if, they're, if they sit back and they're very honest with themselves, they know when things are not in yeah. balance. And, and it, could be, it could be subtle. It could be bickering. It could be exhaustion. It could be the, the different telltale signs that you only can read in your own family, mm-hmm. uh, that we can read in ours, that will be those things where we know something, something needs to go right. to bring this back into balance. And, and I think that's, that's my... And I think understanding your balance often comes from also understanding and identifying your, your out of balance. Like you said, I think the only reason that I understand now how to say no and how to totally limit activities for our family is because I didn't do that for so long. There were years when we were first married that I'd say yes to everything. And there were even years when the kids were younger that I would just want to be involved in all the great things. And even in the past five years, I've signed up for things that a year in, I went, why did I do that? I am so tired and so stressed out. And I think now I know so keenly how I become and how that impacts our family when I am signed on to too much or frustrated or, you know, um, just I'm outsourcing myself too much. I can spot it from a mile away and go, oh, this is why I'm stressed out. I'm doing too much. And so when you identify that, like you said, I think we all know, and I think that was so apparent to me in California and why I see such an importance in identifying that is everybody was tired all the time. There wasn't a balance a lot of the time for so many people. The first thing every woman would say when you talk to her is, oh, I'm so tired. And I understand that. I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a homeschooling mom. So, yes, I feel that as well sometimes. But it just seemed like the overscheduling was an addiction. It was so obviously, um, it was just a problem. It was such an overscheduling busyness that seemed to be normal for so many people And I failed at it so badly. I was so bad at being able to be, and I know some people who are very, very busy and very happy. They do it well. I've written about this before. I've talked about it before, but I'm not one of those people. I cannot do a million things and stay up till midnight and wake up at four and do all the millions of things and be well. That doesn't nourish me. I can't do it. I think a lot of things that play into that are what you feel are necessities. Right. I have to. I need to. And one of the things that moving to a farm has changed for us are the have tos and the need tos. And you sit back and go, well, why Yeah. do I feel like I have to? Why do I feel like I need to? Right. No, the need to suddenly changed for us. We need to water the plots. Yeah. We need to be home for the chickens yeah. we, to let them out. Yeah. We need, those are needs because yeah. there are dependencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things are dependent on us. Living right. things are dependent on us. And when you have, when you introduce those things, the, the have tos and want tos and the, the concepts of necessity for our living has changed yeah. so dramatically here. And what I have noticed is the balance that we're trying to find there has allowed our kids to 
embrace that as well. And they're learning from our need to balance. Yeah. And what, and, and, and they've, they've, I think they've completely recognized the shift in priorities Mm -hmm. themselves, Mm -hmm. um, which has seen a lot of different changes in their own behavior, uh, which we could probably go into later, all positive things. So, Yeah. yeah. I think it's just one of those topics we could go on and on. And like I said, there's no answer for one family and or season in life. No, there's we're, not. We're going to, I think, I think yeah. we sometimes look at other families yeah. and go, how do you balance it all? But they're also in a different stage of life with much older children. So they're totally. able to stay up later and they have a different type of energy or, level than or would we have do. Done, or would have done this differently. Right. Exactly. We almost bought a cow a month ago. Yeah. And looking back on it. Yeah. We would have been fine, but oh, I'm glad we didn't. We were not ready mentally or physically in the land ready for that. Right. But and it would have it would have been fine. Yeah. But I think the the pre move to Virginia us would mm-hmm. have bought the cow. Yeah. Because you jump on those deals. And, right. and that's the cool thing is that I mean, what what we're learning is, yeah, you can have a great opportunity. You can yeah. have a deal of the century. You can have free an dance classes invo- for right. a year. You can have all of these it things. It might just not fit in your structure. But if it doesn't fit, yeah. it's it's not worth the free yeah. number associated and, with it. And again, with the social media thing and with talking with people that are different than you, we all have such different lives that it's hard to go, how do you balance that? Um, looking at what we do, when I could look at someone who is saying that to me and go, well, how do you balance what you do? Because we all have a unique set of circumstances. And, you know, I was, uh, made connection with a, um, a social media, um, account that has been on their firm for a year and they're already doing just way more than we're doing. And they jumped in to farm life about a year ago and they're doing insane amounts of amazing stuff that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt we will not be doing in nine months. It's just not for us. And yet they homeschool, they have young kids, um, but they have a different set of circumstances than we do. So for me to go, wait, how are you balancing that? Okay. I should be able to balance that too. And that's a trap we all get in. Um, I'm Rachel and I'm able to balance homeschooling and running a small little teeny farm and maybe doing an activity or two a week. And that is what we can do. And maybe you can balance living in the city, having activities, um, you know, running an aerobics class and also organizing a, uh, a ministry at your church. And that's what you can handle. I can't handle that. You can handle that. And maybe you can't handle what I can handle. We're all just so different. So it's hard to kind of look at someone else and think, you know, well, how do you do that? So I just wouldn't want to encourage anybody instead of looking at other people and, you know, maybe judging, yourself based on their set of circumstances just look at what you're doing and talk with your spouse identify what's a priority for you and then just really go all in on your priorities and everything will eventually fall into place and when you kind of get that itch like you know what something's not right I'm tired every night when you get home we're fighting the kids are dissatisfied they're not getting enough sleep then just start xing things out that's the best advice I could give probably yeah knowing your balance I think that's the most important thing is just know yeah. yourself and know your family yeah. and, and the balance. And be on the same page with your spouse. Yeah. And the balance will come there. That's a great question. Thank you, Little School on the Big Hill. And um, we'll revisit that. Yeah, we will. Because we have we have many, many p- 
plans and projects lined up Mm -hmm. to add to this life. That guarantees some will get the the Knicks. Some will get the Knicks (laughs) and some will be, something will come up where it wasn't on a list. Yeah. It wasn't planned. But we had to fit it in. We fit or or we, we, we tried it and loved it. Yeah. And everyone loves it. And then suddenly yeah. your whole focus shifts and your balance has changed. Yeah. And and I think um, those things will happen too. And, and that's what farm farming's taught me is that there's a lot of things that I do that I didn't think of. One iota before we left, like composting. Right. Didn't think about it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm proud of the pile. I'm proud of it. When I turn it, it smokes. I, I'm proud of all of that stuff, and I'm using it. I've already used it. We're growing radishes in it mm-hmm. and, and carrots in it, and it's it's uh, phenomenal to have. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. But it's a part of my, now it's a part of my priority yeah. and part of my list, and it's and it's feeding the future yeah. of it all. And I feel the same way about, you know, you, you want to plant uh, cherry trees. And start orchards and things like that. And we're very intentional about what we're going to do and how small we're going to do it. Because what if we do and we don't like it? I didn't yeah. buy 20 trees and now right. I have 20 trees planted Priorities that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's starting small, adding to that, and making sure everything else stays within that balance. So we are the most long-winded Q&A people ever. So the next yeah. few have to be really like short. Okay. Yes. Okay. So... Um, our friend, according to Bernie asked, um, she asked a question about basically why do we pick, you know, California to Virginia? And when we moved here, did we use a realtor that we already knew? And basically that kind of stuff. So if you go back a couple episodes, I forget the exact one. We talked about why we picked California or Virginia and why we picked the farm. It had to do with Sean's work. So we've kind of covered that in past episodes, but it's, and why the farm we covered before, uh, but, uh, as far as like the, the realtor details, went, that's a great the, question. It is. Yeah. Um, we have amazing realtors in California who, if you live in California, need a realtor in SoCal, we've got them for you. Um, uh, Sarah Ireland and Heather Burke, they're great. And we loved them. And when we told them we were moving to Virginia, they helped us on the California side. And then they found great realtors in Virginia for yeah. us in Northern Virginia. So we have those for you too. If you need Virginia, um, Realtors, the Greco Group, um, they were phenomenal, amazing. Um, Annette They're, and John, we love them. They were friends. They were so they are great. And we so basically, wherever you're working, whatever state you're coming from, just talk to your realtor about connections that they can make for you in another yeah. state. And one thing I learned about realtors is that they're very well connected. Yeah, in their own community, they know um, who's good and who's not, and they'll do things that you didn't know happen in the reality world. Yeah. As far as uh, when when we mentioned it to Sarah, it was, we'll find you someone. Yeah. And, and then we found out the when we told her how awesome it was, they told us the process of how they found. Yeah, found and them. it was. It was and, and this is a whole network of yeah. people, and and it's nationwide. Yeah, it's and not so that's not a it, Virginia it shouldn't thing. Be too yeah, it's just difficult. But just let let them, you know, let someone you trust. If you're going to move out of state, if you're going to move to another place where they don't necessarily know the the real estate there um let them do their job Mm -hmm. and you'll 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 find that there are wonderful people yeah everywhere yeah and Uh, but it was she asked you know it was it is it hard dealing with the two 
coasts, yes. I mean, like moving to a different coast is bizarre and weird because there's different rules with the, and we don't have to get into all that, but, um, selling a house on one end, buying a house on the other, having it coincide time wise is a tricky game, but if you're organized enough, you can make it line up. It's, it's difficult, but any, you know, cross country move is difficult yeah. and really just, you know, work closely with your agents and, and realtors would and love, love for us to say this, but, um, be very responsive. Yeah. The more responsive you are to their and questions quickly, and yeah. quickly, the faster things move of because course. there's just so much behind the scenes that we don't know. Yeah. And they're waiting. Yeah. They're just waiting for you to say. We were on it. Anytime yes we got an email, or Sean, or texting, no. get that email no. in. Let's go. So, um, another question we got this week, uh, especially after we lost one guinea fowl last week or two weeks ago, and then we lost a couple chickens this time, uh, people have asked, you know, how do you keep your girls from losing their minds every time something dies on the farm? Because they, you know, we've put them on Instagram stories and they explain what's happening, but they're not, you know, sobbing and, but they're still sweet and sensitive about what's happening. But how did, you know, a couple of people have asked, how, oh my gosh, if that happened, my kids would be a wreck. Um, how do you keep your kids kind of... Uh, sensitive but not totally losing it with every farm death one thing I wanted to we were talking about this before came to mind real quick is that um, there will be deaths that are tragic and allow those to be tragic yeah Uh, Molly passing was a huge thing and if we mention it to Kay she'll still cry yeah um those those are the ones that it's perspective yeah and for them what they've learned is that you know they were they were attached to these chickens especially Mm -hmm. the two that just Mm -hmm. just died uh they had names and everyone said don't name them that's going to be the worst Mm, not necessarily i don't know if i agree it's it's uh um i thought that you know i saw them out there and i came in and i told rachel and i'm like I don't, do we tell the nope, kids Nope, I said or not? send them out. Yeah, and, and um, we sent Kay out, and Frankie wanted to see him. Polly had to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it was just one of those things, and she asked the other day, "Work, I want to see him again. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting because the environment changed them mm-hmm. to where... The animal, the perspective of the animal has changed mm-hmm. to them, and and they probably put in just as much work with these animals as we do. Yeah, I, I, they, more than I do. They are out They're there out every there morning. Multiple they are times out there the multiple, multiple times during the day to make sure. They're alive. They're safe. There's no predators around. Mm-hmm. They're making the noise. They're the ones putting them away in the middle of the day, which is the hardest thing to do to try and wrangle them all yeah. up to put them away just so we can go take a kiddo to dance. Uh, those are difficult things that they have to do. So they're putting in a lot of work. It has yeah. nothing to do with we're doing all the work. They're sitting inside nope. um, and, and they're not attached because they're just chickens. They're putting in a ton of work and to lose two, they know what that means. Yeah. They know that there's, those are egg producing chickens. Those are, those are things that would have had lives that, that they liked, that they hold, yeah. and Frankie holds them every and day. pets them every day. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they 
Not that they weren't phased by it. No, but, but they were matter of fact about it. But it was very matter of fact. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I that, think it's what you said. Sad, like the environment, the farm changed it a bit. And I touched on this in a little bit. I wrote this week on my personal feed is that there's something very definitive about East Coast um, or I should say just the states where there's seasons, I know, at least for me for here, there is a, a beginning and an end to everything here. So there's a beginning and an end to every season. There's a beginning and an end to every crop we, we will grow. There's a beginning and an end to every, there's a functionality and a practical nature to having animals here and there's a purpose and the kids understand it. And so the, there is kind of a hierarchy. Like if we have a pet that's a pet indoors and we lose it, like Molly, we all were a wreck. It was a mess for a solid couple of weeks. We just were kind of just very, very, very sad. But when it comes to farm animals and when it comes to things that are growing outside and when it comes to seasons, there's a beginning, there's a sunrise and a sunset and they do learn that. And I think I don't have to teach it. They just kind of learn it like, right. Oh, they get super excited and run outside right. that the cucumber plant is just bursting. And then one day they walk outside and the cucumber plant is dead, you know? Yep. And as simple as that sounds, they just learn that it's just natural and they don't, I mean, they're out there every day with the BB gun and yelling at the Hawks, get away from my chickens, you know? So they don't want anything to happen to the chickens, but when it does, it's a natural part of this whole kind of lifestyle that they've come to understand. It's not desirable when something bad happens, but it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I, I don't so. think I could have said it any better. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think it's that way for you and I, I think yeah. that there's some things that j- I got sad when I walked outside and my, my first crop of plants were done. I was like, Oh, that was sad. They were so pretty. Yeah. I wish they could have stayed alive for longer, but it's just over. And then we move on. I think what helped with, and, and this is specifically, this question is specifically geared towards kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what helped um, for our kids is that we didn't shelter them from what could happen. Right. You know, they knew from the second they brought the box home that there could be a dead one inside. Well, why? Well, some just don't survive. Right. Uh, we warn them every time they would go out there when they were little chicks that you could find a dead one, which right. we did. Right. Right. Uh, and they saw that. And they also know that if we get cows or pigs or goats or sheep, alpacas, anything. One day. some it, They will die. And yeah. that's just going to happen. Or if you're in 4-H and we bring home a cow, it will go away right. at, some, at the end right. of the year. And Or if we decide to um, have you know, livestock for beef or for pork, we will have to, we will be getting meat birds that we will eventually process. Like there is an end to everything when it comes to animals on our farm. And, and that doesn't mean we can't talk about keeping some as pets and whatnot, but there is a, in the back of their heads, they know that. But even then too, um, the end is not something that they're sheltered from. Right. And I think it yeah, was... Yeah, we've drug them out to look at everything that's Yeah, and, and, and that's, but, that, but that's my whole point, is um, openness and honesty with what could potentially happen really helps. Yeah. And they knew, why are you building this fence? Why are yeah. you building a shelter over the top? Because Why do we have to bring them in at night? Why can't we let them out too early? Chickens, yeah. You know, we, we tell them what could happen and what they may see when they go out there. 
And now they look. Yeah. They look for Heck, they that. know they can't so go in the, the woods too early or something can happen to them. Yeah, so. and so with, with <laughs> when you look at, it's funny because we we looked at it, the, the two chickens, as entirely as a family. Mm-hmm. We went out there and we're looking at it and we're going, what happened here? And what can we do different? And that's the whole point yeah. is that when they sit there and go, this is sad. I'm bummed out that um, Chloe died. Uh what happened and what can we change to protect the other ones yeah. from this happening again? And when they, when their little brains went from bummer to don't want it to happen again, what can we do to protect them? Now they're running around with BB guns outside. Yeah. And that's great Yeah, because you look at it and go, that's sad. How do I fix it? Right. And that's a different thing that I don't think they had before before well and i think too with chickens it might be a little different because the chickens we have are egg laying so we're hoping to have them for a while and there will be a certain attachment there but when it comes to cows and pigs and other animals that could provide us with meat and whatnot our girls just know that god gave us animals they've seen the chicken yeah Um, what was that what's that machine called the processing the process yeah. they've seen chickens yeah, being they processed. know and they know too that cows and pigs if they're not kept as pets then they know that they're 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 useful they're used for food and so you can and love them but we are planning on processing there's an end and it's growing a, to and, process and you chickens. still respect and yeah and take care of, of these them, animals you, and you, you take very good and care you can of them, hug but them and you can pick them up they're it's for a purpose and it's for use so but the purpose and use is is different but and and our girls are super sensitive so it's not sensitive. like they're just robots they they love animals and they love they they're very sensitive to that but we need, we need robots instead of interns <laughs> but they definitely have grown a certain thick skin for this is just what it is and there's gonna be those and i those think the situations dis- the discussion helped yeah i, I if if any any advice were to come from this, it's um, discussing the whys of what you're doing and why things are set up a certain way and why you want to close the gates and why you want to close them in. And um, it, It's not just about protection from death, but they also uh, understand how, you know, it, how much easier it is to bring a chicken inside at night. When you put the food away at noon, they're hungry at 7 o'clock. So you go out there and you say, here's some food. They all come running. Yeah. And guess what? It's a whole lot easier to put them in the coop when they're all running to you and they all come inside. Yeah. And they learn that right away. So mm-hmm. they now go put the food away Yeah. without asking Yeah. because it makes their job a whole lot easier at night. Right. And the same way as, as far as death goes, they understand why things are set up a certain way, why we have to protect them, why we have to make noise, why we need to get a dog, why we need to do all these things because of, of the potential of death. And then yeah. they see the death and they're like, ah, oh, that's why. That's why. That's why there mom and dad is. are going to drag yeah. me to the pound to get a dog. Right. Yeah. That, there it is. And it happens right in front of them. And, yeah. and from that point on, it's it's not a poor chicken. No, it's uh, what am I going to do to yeah, solve that problem? Right. They're, yeah. sol- they're problem solving. Yep. And that helps with we're not raising barbarians and insensitive children yeah. who, who look at death and go, sweet. No, but there is a certain type of 
there's a certain type of attitude you do adopt. I remember watching The Office a lot. And Dwight was a beet farmer. And he was just very matter of fact about when an animal's in pain, you put it down. You put it, take it. And, you know, or for someone who doesn't work, that cat wasn't dead. But when you work on a farm, you just don't have the luxury of being like, oh my gosh, I want to take this chicken I've had for two weeks to the vet, you know, to see if I can know if a chicken is in severe pain. I I don't know. And I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of people who dissent with that, but um, there's a matter of factness about it. There is a beginning and an end and there's a, it's just a different type of attitude. It's not on a farm. They're not all pets they serve a f- they have a function and they serve a purpose and it's it's a little bit different so um we have two quick questions oh boy All um right. really 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 quick Fire um away. do you have a farm name yet we do no we don't do we have a farm no we're not we're not sure about that are we sure about that i don't feel like we're sure about it yet my mind's there i don't feel like we're okay sure. then we don't okay well do you feel like we are i don't feel like we are okay We'll, okay. we'll have an unveiling <laughs> once we, vote, we and then vote on it. Someone asked, have we found a church yet? A church family yet? Um, I feel like I want to say we have. Two weeks in? I don't... I feel like why I feel like... There's a lot of feeling going on in my statements right now. Here. And I don't like working off of feelings, <laughs> but... I have no feelings. The so feeling okay. that I get is that it's not the church we would have picked... And yet we both have left both weeks going, wow. I feel like well, this is where God cri- wants us. You know my criteria for churches and has to do with the lead pastor. And But the, the church as a whole. It's not us. It's not what I would select. It has a cafe. And yet the pastor brought it both weeks. Yeah. Uh, theologically and, and just I mean from the word it was so for the good c- the community of the tr- I mean just who he is and where he came from and where this church came from and where he, he started it and he's a part of, I mean just all the stuff that the grassroots stuff that really tugs in my heartstrings it was he good. T- t- I know it's oh. good um but I'm also uh a drag my feet type of person, not because you definitely are with church. I, I, I can't, I have issues. I have issues with, um, uh, we don't need to go into it. Not don't need Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say this. <laughs> Rachel may be sold. I don't know. You can answer that question. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. Mm hmm. Two weeks in, there's no way I'm going to say this is it. No, I, I don't think that that's wise to do that. I just feel a feeling that I, I have not I felt too. in a really long time. Yeah. I feel a feeling. Yeah. I so that's the that. short answer. And Sean and I could probably talk about, we have a lot of church experience and a lot of do. emotions that are wrapped up in that as does everybody. So. And, and you and I come from yeah. two different uh, places, backgrounds yeah. and, and startups. And so when, when Rachel and I try and find churches, it's actually a good balance it is. of going into it. And I always defer to you as our leader, but I'm just going to say, I really am feeling 
Okay. I'm feeling good about it, but I, I want to know what you think and we're going to have to wait and see. But we've tried multiple churches since we've been here and this is the first one that made me go, huh. Yeah. Okay. It, it's really cool when it feels very God-led in that sense of... From the, from the lead pastor. Yeah. Because for me, I know some people get really hung up on the, the, the worship. They get hung up on the 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 smaller aspects of church and i'm not saying those aren't important trust me i work no, on church staff no, not at all. i have very, i have very strong feelings about evangelical church in, in america but pack, it should be a complete package i agree to an extent but the main focus for me is what is being preached from the pulpit and this guy was spot on well and when both when times. god's timing is so perfect all two times we've it, been there <laughs> yeah. but when god's timing so perfect in the sense of hearing two messages that covered so much Ex- ground yes and exactly what we just need to so hear. much ground yeah. of of what i deal with when yeah. it comes to church mm-hmm. he covered so much ground in 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 two 45 minute sermons yeah it was incredible it's phenomenal to where you're going all right god (laughs) yep (laughs) like i get really excited to go back yeah and And that's how it should be yeah Uh, i'm not easily impressed at all i am too and i'm not easily i'm definitely not easily definitely not um (laughs) but when it's just this whole idea of you know so much prayer goes into uh what I do day to day and church is a big part of it and the community side is a big part of it to where God placed us at this church at this time to hear these two sermons to cover massive issues that I have. Yeah. And he answers them almost like he's, it was almost like a personal conversation to me. Yeah. Going, why are you doing this? And I'm st- it's it's the same way that we felt with Cornerstone back in California that um you know Jerry did that to me there yeah for a month straight where I'm I'm left going a lot of times you can go to church you can hear the message oh what amazing message by my pastor it was amazing and Tuesday you're like oh, I don't know what he said yeah to where this church last Sunday, I'm sitting there going, I can't stop thinking about what he said the Sunday before. And I pulled the Bible out and I and I reread the passage that mm-hmm. he had two weeks ago. Yep. Because it impacted me that much. And and that's what I was asking for from God is to be it, it's just it sorry. So yep. we're on our way. <laughs> we're on our way. We're not sure yet, but we, we have feelings. <laughs> We have feelings. I have feelings. <laughs> Lots of feelings. Um, we could go on, but seriously, we I mean, we're not good at Q&As. We're not good at releasing episodes on time. We drag on no about one's listening Q&As. Anymore anyways. <laughs> They're done. They left. <laughs> but um, if you do have other questions that you really want to answer, please direct message us. We would love to talk with you. And as always, find us on Instagram, Urban Farmet. We're at Urban Farmet. Or you can find us on the web, uh, theurbanfarmet.com. Uh, Isn't the other way around? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I, see? We're urbanfarmet.com. 
is the website. The Urban Farmette. On Instagram. <laughs> is Instagram. <laughs> Urbanfarmette.com is our... I am the You're worst. You're the social media... I know. Guru here. No, and I love Instagram. I just can't ever remember all the handles. There's right. just so much to remember these days. And then days. on top of it... I start homeschooling on Monday. On top of it, we have added a Facebook page. We have, but we have... We have done it. It's why fine. are you telling them it's we've there. done nothing? No, because they can... If we get a like... <laughs> And you find it. The first like will give you a shout us, out yeah. in the next Tell, tell us how you did it. Because like you care. They're going, to, they're going to want to hire you f- at Facebook <laughs> because you found us. Yeah, really. Um, and we also have a Twitter handle. Yeah. Oh, we do. We do. You talked about this last episode and did I laughed because we've done nothing on it. We, we haven't done anything, but it, it's there. But so we will, we're baby. Starting, <laughs> we're starting. The wheels are turning. The wheels the are turning. The house guests are gone. It's slowly. <laughs> you got to do it right yeah we're doing what we can friends but we do love uh just talking with you guys on instagram it's so much fun we love all the advice you guys give us seriously it's really 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 overwhelming the community there and we appreciate it so we look forward to our next episode um which we might actually uh be have some special <laughs> might be on time and we might have some special guests uh, exciting times ahead next week that you're going to want to hear they're very 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 excited and very animated and ready to share so uh stay tuned for that and we'll see you next week do you have anything else sean oh that's it for me all right see you guys later thank you